0: You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review for Tuesday, September 20th. I'm Portia Cook. And I'm Kira McKinley. And you're tuned into KCSU Fort Collins. On today's show, Kira McKinley goes over campus news with updates on a bear sighting on campus.
1: Then Portia covers local news with updates on a Fort Collins man found dead in horsetooth open space. After that, Portia reports on music, entertainment, and events news with information on this weekend's Linden Street Celebration.
0: Then listen to an interview with Ben Haney and the bands that participated in Battle of the Bands. Kira McKinley then reports on environmental news with updates on Colorado's projected winter snow forecast.
1: After that, I go over national news with updates on a bill that could protect same-sex marriages on a federal level. Then stay tuned as Ewan Pert goes over updates in CSU sports.
0: And to conclude today's show, I take a look at what Fort Collins has in store for the weather this week.
1: Let's move right into campus and local news. This is Kira McKinley reporting your campus news. Colorado State University has had a multitude of displaced students who are staying in emergency housing and at a local Best Western. The school has now added to this number of displaced students. Last week, a student in the Ingersoll dorms pulled down fire alarms with a soccer ball. Then the alarm sprinklers went off. The southwest side of the first and second floors of the building were drenched. Due to this, students were taken out of the dorm for a couple of days. Some were staying with friends in other dorms, while others were moved into Aggie Village temporarily till the problem was resolved. In other campus news, last Friday, a bear found itself on the Colorado State University campus. Friday morning, an alert went out to students advising them to stay clear of the oval, where the bear had found itself up in a tree. Colorado Parks and Wildlife officers tranquilized the bear and then lowered it from the tree after it was in the tree for about two hours. Then the bear was transferred into the backcountry. Thank you for listening to My Campus News Updates. Now on to Portia Cook with your local news updates.
0: I'm Portia Cook reporting your local news. Fort Collins police are investigating a shooting they say happened in Old Town, Fort Collins. According to a City of Fort Collins press release, on September 17th around 1.29 a.m., Fort Collins police officers working foot patrol in the Old Town area heard multiple gunshots. Upon arriving at the area of South College Avenue and East Oak Street, police located a single victim suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. Officers rendered aid to the victim, who was then transported to a local hospital in serious condition. Police Chief Jess Sawabuda said, quote, There is no place for violence anywhere in our city, but it is especially problematic in a busy location that puts so many innocent people at risk. I'm grateful to our District 1 officers who responded towards the danger and rendered aid to the victim and to our detectives who are diligently working this case to identify and contact those involved, end quote. An early preliminary investigation by officers and detectives found that the shooting occurred between two people who were involved in a dispute earlier in the night. The investigation into the shooting is still ongoing. Detectives are asking anyone with information about the suspect or incident to contact Detective Stewart Music at 970 416 2575. People who would like to remain anonymous may contact Crime Stoppers of Larimer County at 970 221 6868. A fourth bear has been spotted in Fort Collins. This makes the fourth bear sighting in Fort Collins in one month. One day after Colorado Parks and Wildlife officials safely removed a bear from the CSU campus, a fourth bear was spotted Saturday just north. Of Old Town along the Josh Ames ditch. Previous bears were seen twice on CSU's campus and at Beatty Elementary. According to Chris Abshire of the Colorado and Colorado Parks and Wildlife Manager Jason Surface, confirmed wildlife officials are aware of the bear and are actively working to track it down and safely remove it. Local residents first spotted the bear across the street from Flash Portable at 207 East Vine Drive. The bear has since moved mostly along the ditch heading north, said Surface. Surface said once the bear is located, they will attempt. A tranquilizer to safely remove and relocate the bear. Residents are asked that they do not attempt to seek out the bear as doing so could drive the bear away and make relocation more difficult. Around this time of year, bears are more likely to be found in town near the foothills as they prepare for hyperphagia by spending around 20 hours a day eating more than 2,000 calories to fatten up for the winter. The following stories involve the death of two individuals. If you feel this topic may be triggering to you, we suggest lowering the volume of this broadcast for the next two to three minutes. Fort Collins police are investigating a fatal motorcycle crash involving two people. According to a City of Fort Collins press release on September 18th around 3 o'clock p.m., Fort Collins police responded to a single motorcycle collision involving two people in the 3600th block of Manhattan Avenue. Upon arriving at the scene, officers located one adult male and one adult female, both with serious injuries. As a result of the accident, both people were transported to a local hospital for treatment where the adult female was then ultimately pronounced deceased. the collision involved a fatality. The Fort Conce Police Collision Reconstruction and Scene Handling Team has now taken over the investigation. While the investigation is still in the early stages, investigators were able to determine that neither the male nor female were wearing helmets. Sergeant Mike Averick, who oversees the Fort Conce Police Crass Team, said, quote, We encourage everyone who rides motorcycles to take advantage of all of the protective equipment and professional training prior to riding. These are difficult cases for all involved, and our thoughts are with the riders and their families. Anyone with information on this incident who has not already spoken to the police is asked to call Officer David Case at 970. 970- Two two one six eight four two. A man who went missing in the Horsetooth Mountain area has been found dead. On September 17th, around 6.45 p.m., the Larimer County Sheriff's Office began searching for a missing man in the Horsetooth Mountain open space area who had reportedly become lost and separated from his hiking group. Agencies searched the area until after midnight when the search was then put on hold until daylight. At about 7 o'clock a.m. the next morning on September 17th, the search resumed. At about 12.15 p.m., a single adult mill was located deceased beneath a rock lead. The deceased body was removed and is being investigated as an unattended death. According to the Coloradoan, the man has been presumably identified as Torin Thorsgard. However, final identity and cause of death will be released at a later date by the Larimer County Coroner's Office.
2: Yo, it's Briggy Smalls and you're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Peace.
0: Portia Cook reporting your local events, music, and entertainment news. The City of Fort Collins is celebrating the renovation of Linden Street. The City of Fort Collins will show off the newly renovated Linden Street in Old Town on Friday, September 16th from 4 to 8 p.m. This event will mark the first time since the completion of construction that Linden Street will be temporarily converted into a pedestrian space. According to the City of Fort Collins, this event will showcase how Linden Street can be used for events in the future. The event will include live musical performances by Michael Brown and Los Mocochetes. Additional events will include a treasure hunt, face painting, balloon animals, and a Linden Street bingo game. Because of this event, Linden Street will be closed to vehicles beginning September 16th at 10 a.m. through the morning of September 19th. Linden Street reopened to vehicle traffic as of Friday, October 26th, following a multi-year transportation of the street between Walnut and Jefferson Street. While some final improvements remain, the majority of the $3.5 project is complete. More information on the Linden Street project can be found at fcgov.com slash Linden Street. The City of Fort Collins' annual business appreciation celebration has been rescheduled to Thursday, October 6th. According to the City of Fort Collins' press release, the event was mistakenly scheduled during Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year in Judaism. The city of Fort Collins, in a press release, said, quote, It has been brought to our attention that the original date of the business appreciation celebration was scheduled during Yom Kippur. We apologize for this oversight and are committed to scheduling future events without conflicts to faith, belief, religion, or other cultural observances, end quote. The business appreciation event will now take place on October 6th at 3 o'clock p.m. at Block 1 Events. The City of Fort Collins' annual business appreciation celebration is held in celebration of local business owners, managers, representatives, and leaders for their contributions to the community. This event will include a short film featuring various Fort Collins businesses sharing their authentic experiences as business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs in our community, as well as a panel discussion with local Fort Collins business leaders, including Caitlin Dunnigan, owner of CC Flowers. Carrie Pelton, senior director and fab director of operations at Broadcom; Jamal Page, founder and creative director of Black Sparrow Media; and Kevin Unger, president and CEO of UC Health Northern Colorado Region. Registration for this event can be found at www.fcgov.com/news. Oh.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm Bridget, the music director, but I'm also known as Briggie Smalls, and you're listening to the Monthly Music Podcast. On this podcast, we dive deep into our everyday music with episodes that include interviews from artists, concert reviews, curating our staff picks, and more. This year's podcast schedule is going to be a little different, but very fun. Our mid-monthly podcast will discuss something local happening in Fort Collins. Whether this is a huge event that happens over the weekend or an interview with an up-and-coming artist, we will be exploring that good old Foco music scene. Our end-of-the-month podcast will feature Bailey, also known as DJ Lone Star and the assistant music director, and I breaking down the month's biggest moments in the music industry. Whether it's a new album that drops, controversies that happen, or good old music news, we'll recap everything that happened in music that month. This is the mid-month podcast, so let's talk about something local, actually very local, Battle the Band event that we put on September 8th. I've been working on this event almost the whole entire summer with the help of onping Ping, the president of RAM events. We are super excited to host this battle, which was a common event KCSU and RAM events held before COVID. I personally am excited because we get to give student-based bands a platform and also some cool prizes, with the winner getting to play at my favorite music festival, VOCO MX. You guys can catch up on this event on our Instagram, at KCSUFM, but I also wanted to let you listeners be able to get to know the bands and who they are. I had the amazing opportunity to quickly get to know all these bands and share it with you guys. So make sure you stay tuned to learn who these talented people are. Play it behind your head! Oh no! No! <laughs> no way. The first interview took place in the studio with Bailey and Neighborhood Watch. Enjoy!
3: I'm Logan. I am the lead singer, and I play tambourine sometimes. Yo, I'm CJ. I'm, uh, I'm lead guitar. Lead guitar, I'm CJ.
4: Cool. And you?
5: That's CJ. He's lead guitar. I'm Sage. I play guitar.
4: That's sick. Um, when did you guys form? How did you meet? And how long have y'all been a band?
5: We formed uh, freshman year. I brought out my guitar to the IM fields pretty much daily. and uh, I met these four dudes, and me and Logan were random roommates. So it's was just us four in the band, and uh, I realized I didn't want to sing anymore. So I called this guy, Logan, over Thanksgiving break, and that's how we, uh, we roll now. Yeah, we've been playing
3: together about, what is it, 10 months now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our growth has just been crazy. Like, we would have never expected that we would have any followers on Instagram, and now we've, we're almost at 400 followers.
4: Nice. What year are you guys in school?
3: We're all juniors now.
4: Cool. What inspires y'all's music?
3: That's a good question. I think we write about, you know, stuff that's in our lives and we're coming of age and that shows in our music. If I would describe our music as very coming of age, you know, indie rock. Indie rock.
5: A lot of focus on ex-girlfriends. Yeah, a
3: lot of ex-girlfriends. Facts. No name drops, but they know. <laughs> <laughs> they knew who they are.
4: Do y'all have any like specific musicians that have influenced your work?
5: Oh yeah, totally. Um, we all come from like really weird backgrounds in terms of like influence. Like I was super, I don't know, involved with uh, like the emo scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, our drummer Toby, who's not here, he's like a Deadhead. Loves and, the Grateful Dead. Yeah, so like we you had, like, cannot meet it, another man that loves the Grateful <laughs> Dead more for than real. Toby. Yeah, so like a lot of like psychedelic um, rock influence, as well as like you know angsty emo indie like backseat lovers.
3: But then I'm, like, a really big hip-hop head, sure. and I love, like, 90s rap. Like, JPEG Mafia is my favorite artist right now, and he's pretty experimental rap. I cannot get enough of guitar playing and lead guitar, instrumental guitar. Eddie Van Halen is my hero. I love uh, Joe Satriani, Guthrie Govan. I could, I could just listen to it all day.
4: Nice. Um, do you have, like, specific artists that you'll all listen to?
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sage mentioned like the Backseat Lovers. Like our dream one day is to open for them or just even meet them. Yeah, <laughs> like they're they're a really big inspiration for us. And uh, what else would you say? Uh,
5: I feel like we all like we all like Nirvana. Yeah, nineties rock. Nineties rock. Um, I don't know. A Weezer. <laughs> Love Weezer. <laughs> sure man. Love Weezer.
4: How is it balancing school and student life with being in this band?
5: Stressful. Um so stressful. We've been having a lot of shows recently and that takes up a lot of the weekends, so if I need to do homework on the weekends, I kind of can't. So
3: yeah, I mean it's crazy like we don't have a manager. Um we kind of just do it all ourselves, booking and Releasing music and social media, like it's kind of all on us. And, you know, I honestly I take a lot of pride in that. It's a lot, but it's cool knowing that we've done this ourselves.
4: Yeah, that is really cool. Props to you guys. What's your biggest or proudest accomplishment as a band so far?
5: Ah, I don't even know. We just had a pretty fun show over at a uh, frat house vibe thing. And there's like 200 people there, which was pretty cool. Um, it
3: was a lot of fun. Yeah. We also just came out with a single, our first single on uh, Spotify. It's called Stuck on You.
4: Nice. And
3: we're really stoked about that. We're really proud about that.
4: What are you looking forward to the most while playing Battle of the Bands?
5: I would say like I'm really excited to uh, like hear the other, you know, student bands because we could potentially work with them in the future, and that'd be really cool. Um I'm also just excited to play realistically. Yeah, I mean, we live to play music, like
3: We don't there's no better high than that than seeing all of our friends out there And just like smiling like you can't help but smile. It's beautiful.
4: That's awesome Um, you kind of already talked about this, but what are some of your goals as a band
5: for the future? I want to tour personally Yeah, I mean
3: obviously we take it a day at a time in the near future We want to release an EP because we've got a lot of good original music and we really want to
5: let people hear it.
4: Have you guys ever gotten drunk tattoos?
5: <laughs> Many. <laughs> I my, think that's about all we do. I mean, yeah. My legs are just littered in my friends weird tattoos. <laughs> sure. I've, legs are I've got a Pac-Man ghost
3: I did on his leg. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And he uh he's given me a say so just give me a daisy on my leg. Yeah. It's so, nice. Yeah.
4: Okay, I think that's about it that we have. Do you have anything else that you want to touch on?
3: I mean, we're just excited to play the Battle of the Bands like I mean, it's something you see sa- like straight out of a movie. Yeah. Like and the fact that it hasn't been done since what 2016, 2018.
4: Yeah, it's been a while since before COVID. Yeah,
3: since before it's the before dark I times. Was here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just we're stoked that we can be a part of this and that we were chosen to do this. Um Obviously, like we're looking to win this thing and we hope that all of our fans show out We're just gonna rock the house and it's gonna be a great time
4: Facts, that's awesome. Do you have anything any final words before we end the interview off?
3: Our drummer Toby is not here, but we do this thing It's kind of a running gag now Middle of the show. I'll just stop everyone and say uh Everyone say hi, Toby and everyone goes hi, Toby. So hi, Toby. Hey, Toby.
6: Hey, Tobes. How you doing? <laughs> All
4: right. Well, thank you guys uh, for coming in today. We're really excited to have you on File of the Bands.
3: Thank you, Bailey. Thank you.
4: Of course. Um, have a good day or whatever.
7: <laughs>
2: that was Neighborhood Watch. Thanks, guys. Next, I got to talk to Loud House.
8: Yeah, so our band is Blockhouse. We've been together uh, for about eight months. We're a fairly new band. We're excited to be out in the local Colorado scene. Uh, My name is Elena, and I um, am a singer, and I do piano.
9: My name is Michael, and I play guitar and also do vocals.
8: Yeah, my name's Kyle. I, uh, I play
10: bass guitar, and I play the
2: trombone in the band as well.
8: And then Karsten, who is not here, uh, does guitar and a lot of production for us, and Ethan is our drummer.
2: Awesome. And then where did you guys meet? And what is that like? Are you guys all CSU students, or who's a CSU student?
9: Ethan's the only CSU student. Yeah? <laughs> uh, and then Kyle's going to see you. and the rest of us are just working right now, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. And like Karsten, Kyle and I, we all live in this house. So this is where we do all the rehearsing and stuff. And I don't really know how we all met, but.
8: Yeah, they've known each other a long time.
9: Um, they found Ethan through you.
8: Yeah, we were at a party and we were talking to Ethan and he was like, yeah, I play drums." drum. And we're like, okay, we need a drummer. Yeah, And that was, was it. kind of cool. <laughs> he was, was like,
9: I'm <laughs> in. And he was awesome. And he's still here. Yeah, that was
8: awesome. And then I kind of just like met the guys see like mutual friends. It's kind of like,
9: you and Carson knew each other a while
8: ago. Yeah, like a big old mash of people. But yeah. somehow we got here and we're loving it. So <laughs> yeah. Honestly, those are like
2: the best types of like how you met stories. Just like we yeah. <laughs> don't know. We just yeah.
8: um
2: and what would you say is like a big inspiration for how your music sounds today?
9: We just kind of started putting stuff together mm-hmm. and then realized how many different influences we all have and we all want to make a lot of different stuff. So we're kind of going for just like a genre situation. You'll hear one thing. We try <laughs> to do a lot of different stuff. But we'll do things from like pop, funk to even heavy metal and just like everything in between because like personally, I like hardcore music and country and f- I like everything and I feel like that's where a lot of us are these days and like this generation is like listen anything it's cool so mm-hmm. we're kind of trying to just blend it all together
2: amazing I love it, like Can't wait it. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and how would you guys say that you balance kind of work life real life with the band life right now
10: that's definitely like something that we're we're working to like solidify more with the band, you know, because we all have, you know, so many things going on in our individual lives, but at the end of the day, what it's really about is just coming together and making music with each other because we all have so much fun doing it and we love hanging out together. So, you know, we'll talk a lot and we'll say, Hey, you know, we're busy these days. When, when can we get together? Let's get together this day, this day, and we'll just make it happen. You know, it's, it's definitely like a priority of ours to be able to rehearse every week and be able to just improve and, and keep pushing from where we're going. Uh, yeah school gets really busy work gets really busy but you know we still find the time to make it work
2: well it's easy that you guys are like actually friends you know that's a
8: plus yeah. Guys yeah. Can- yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
10: luckily she'll
9: drive down from Fort Collins all the time we're in Longmont yeah
8: so it's Ethan so it's definitely a bit of a trek sometimes but I think we're all just so passionate about it and we love hanging out together that it's like something that we really try to make a priority to get together.
2: And I know you guys are new. I know like eight months ago you guys formed, but do you guys have a proudest moment as a band or like your favorite accomplishment that you guys have? Even if it's just like,
8: we we started a band, you know, that's pretty sick. I mean, definitely just doing, like starting a band, like we started jamming and then it kind of like fell off and then me and Carson were making music together and we've like slowly developed... Um, this group of people, I think a moment that I can think of is we have this song um, that Carson and I originally started working on. It's called Anarchy and we're we'll going to be playing it at the show. And we probably like, we've been working on this song before we started the band. And so we decided to just like jam it out a little bit with our whole band. And we were like, finally able to finish the song. And it just sounded like, like we have probably like, 10 versions of the song. And this final version that we've come to was just like so rewarding to like all have like our own unique parts where we each like really shine in the song and like have that final product where it was like all of us putting our strengths together was just like a really fun feeling. I can't wait to hear it. I'm so excited. We can't Um, wait to hear
2: it. Yeah. And going into that, do you guys have anything that you're really looking forward to while playing Battle of the Bands or kind of just getting out there and playing?
8: um i mean we love playing shows i think just like the energy from like the crowd and like i don't know we're really proud of our music so like just getting to be able to show people what we've been working on and like i don't know it's just like it's i feel like i can speak for everyone when i say this it's just like like an undescribable feeling like playing our music like it just it's like such a rush and it's so fun yes, so doing fun. it with everybody is just like it's just like a very special like it's
2: really cool well i wish that i was musically talented so i can experience <laughs> that, but it'll be fun to watch you guys um yeah. yeah last question just do you guys what do you see yourself in the future as a band or like what's a goal that you guys have in the future
9: Well, right now we're at least trying to start to work on an album because we have a few songs. Which was one thing that that blew my mind. Like we were just playing together. And all of a sudden it was like we got like four songs, five songs, songs where we're doing things that I didn't think we'd be doing. So in my head, I'm like, it'd be great to just get an album out and then solidify what we have, just where we're at right now. And then from there, it's like uh, whatever happens, keep playing. Yeah, really just
10: trying to get more music out into the public eye. And ear. Um,
8: yeah.
10: <laughs> we're just really excited to to share what we're making like with everybody that will listen. Yes. Yeah. We, really we've cool. gotten good feedback so far. I was just gonna say it's really cool to hear the feedback that we get from our music. So yeah. it just makes us even more excited to keep pushing and keep making that music.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm like so excited for you guys to perform. I can't <laughs> <Me too. laughs> Like I, because I was the one that like watched all the audition tapes or like the little videos you guys have to submit. Loved the music. I can give feedback right now too. Great. I'm so excited to watch you guys perform. Do you guys have anything else you want to like add? Any like selfish promos?
8: Um, well, we do have a couple songs out on Spotify, and we're Loudhouse in all caps on Spotify. You can find us there, basically anywhere you listen to music. Um, so definitely check those out. Follow us on Instagram, um, and we're so excited to play our music. Like, we're so excited for everybody to hear
2: it. That was Loud House. Thanks, guys. The following day, I got to talk to Sunrise Daydream.
11: I'm Nina, and I'm the drummer.
9: (laughs) Uh, I'm Eli, I play guitar.
2: Uh, And I'm Laura, and I play bass and sing. When did you guys form, and where did you guys meet, and how long have you guys been a band?
11: I've been a band for about, about a year. year now, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, we formed because I was taking drum lessons, and I basically like met Laura through that. Um, and so Laura and I have known each other for about two years, and then Eli filled in for yeah, through
12: I, I knew the guy that she was taking um, drum lessons with, and he asked me if I wanted to join uh, this band yeah. and I said yes
11: so. then we just started writing originals and stuff and yeah
2: what would you say your guys's biggest inspiration is in music and how would you describe your guys's music
13: like the fun thing about being in a trio is that it all kind of goes in like a weird circle where I feel like me and Nina see eye to eye on a lot of things and then me and Eli see eye to eye on a lot of things and then Nina and Eli see that eye to eye on a lot of things like I don't know that we share one like huge overarching influence but i think like each of us have commonalities between each other and y'all have to speak to what you like but nina kind of got me into father john misty and we love Mm -hmm. him a lot together eli kind of got me into like dismemberment plan which is like just a super weird weird band it sounds like what it sounds like i think i think we take it from a lot of places but i think overall it like (laughs) indie rock which means nothing um encapsulates it well, I always
11: use, whenever people ask, I say indie rock because that's like so vague, but um, the bands that I usually get to say their influences are like Father John Misty, like Wolf Alice, Paramore, we said at one point, um, Veruca Salt, I got that, we heard, we sounded like Veruca Salt, and I was like, oh, that's a great compliment, so I'm going to be saying that from now on, but
2: yeah. How is it balancing kind of school or actual life uh, with the band life? Is it like 50-50, 75-25? kind of hard to like get together or what's that kind of like
12: uh, i mean it used to be like 50 50 this summer but now it's more like i don't know 10.
11: we're still trying to figure it out because eli and our this is our um uh, we're freshmen so this is our first year at csu and laura's down at um cu denver or metro so we actually got together like this weekend to practice so i think it's just a balancing act of like Just staying in communication and working on stuff and getting together once in a while to actually like practice with an actual drum kit and stuff. But Mm -hmm.
2: yeah, that's very valid. Honestly, I was, I could not balance it. So kudos to you guys. And what would you say your biggest or proudest accomplishment as a trio and band so far is?
11: I would say for me, like we recorded an album and I was listening to it the other day and I was like, I told Laura this. I was like, I feel like we're. I'm actually like very proud that we like, we wrote an album of all original songs, and I don't hate it. So I feel like that's a good. Um, I'm pretty proud of that.
12: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm right? proud that like we actually have music out on streaming. Yeah, that
10: we like actually recorded a single.
13: I think it's so fun to kind of like I don't know like get out of the city and play shows. Like Denver is great and stuff, but coming up to Fort Collins is like one of my favorite things to do. And so I'm really happy that that we get to kind of expand our little pool of human beings um who we know and are nice to us because yeah i think just every show that we have is like really awesome in the sense of like being able to connect to other people just having those relationships that's what that's what i like about it definitely great accomplishments honestly having music on streaming
2: services is insane and recording an album like that's that's very cool guys um (laughs) What, okay, what are you guys most looking forward to while playing Battle of the Bands?
11: I'm really excited to meet, like, just other student bands. Um, They all seem really cool based on their, like, promotional Instagram posts that I've seen. Um, And it just should be fun to just meet new people. Um, We haven't really played live in about a month, I feel like, so Mm -hmm. it should be fun.
12: Yeah, no, I'm really excited to meet all the other bands. Like, we love every band that we play with. Um, that's like that's probably like my favorite part of playing shows yeah I'm just, just like, meeting
11: new
2: people just meeting the yeah. other
12: bands because
6: they're always really cool so mm-hmm.
2: everyone has said that that's their most like except they're most looking forward to just meeting everyone so hopefully you guys like can all just hang out that's like a dream that would be so fun um That'd
8: be
6: great,
2: great. <laughs> okay and then one of the last questions um what's a goal for your band in the future
11: i mean my first thought 20 years down <laughs> imagine if i was like Winning a Grammy.
13: But that's not going for the feature. Literally, me and Nina, like <laughs> our first show, we like stood in the bathroom and we were like, We're gonna win a Grammy. Yeah, it was like our first show, we were playing
11: at a bowling alley and we were in the bathroom, we we're like, Laura, we're starting something great
13: <laughs> and then we played like a really hat set. Yeah. <laughs> Most strangest venues. I think bowling alleys are fun. Um I've played in a movie theater. We've played at actually multiple bowling alleys. So I'd like yeah. to keep that going. That's my dream. I wanna
8: play a taco just, truck. <laughs> a taco truck. In
13: right. a taco truck,
11: maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just like continuing to play gigs and just getting more comfortable with it and yeah, just keep I just I just want to continue to
12: Yeah, I just wanna keep playing shows. Yeah, honestly. exactly. Like
11: I feel like that's the short term goal. That's like
12: my favorite part of all of this. It's is the live
11: shows.
2: Well, those are great goals. Hopefully you guys will win a Grammy one day. You never know. I believe in you guys.
11: <laughs> Do you guys have anything you want to add? Any promos? Any plugs? Um, well, we have an Instagram account called at Robot Tennis Club. And we have, Spotify. We have all, all the um, It's all at Robot Tennis Club, Spotify. Follow us on all of them, I guess. <laughs>
2: That was Sunrise Daydream. Awesome interview. The last band I got to talk to was Robot Tennis Club.
14: I'm Alexa Archuleta. I'm the vocalist, like the front man for the
6: band. Uh, And I'm Frank. I play bass. (laughs) And I also do a little bit of arranging for the music we do.
12: And I'm Tanner and I do drums.
2: Is there four of you? Mm.
12: Yeah, Will. He's keyboard.
2: And then when did you guys form... And like, where did you meet and how long have you guys been a band?
14: We formed, I think, in 2019, like early 2019, maybe late 2018, around there.
6: Well, me and Tanner actually went to middle school together and we, we spent like a about a year playing in the school jazz band together. So that's how I knew him. So that was way before me and him actually ever started playing together outside of school Um, because we ended up going to different high schools. Somebody that I had a language arts class was the guitarist in one of Tanner's other bands, and they were looking for a bass player, so they called me over. And then that went through its life cycle, and then it just left me and Tanner alone. And then uh, we decided to put together a new band. So we brought in Alexa and Will. That's where Sunrise Daydream started.
2: (laughs) I was curious how you guys came up with the name Sunrise Daydream, because it's like the coolest band name ever.
6: (laughs) uh honestly, we just spent like an evening, right? Just thinking of band names, and that's where we ended up.
12: <laughs> I don't even honestly- remember the the other ones that we said, but i I think daydream or something similar was in there. And we kept that part.
2: um it's cool that you guys knew each other in middle school, too, that like you guys go way back. Um, mm-hmm. I was like hearing like the little like origin stories of bands because they're always just super like random. I feel like it's never like we like search for each other, you know who's a big inspiration to your guys's music and how how would you kind of describe your
6: music well so we don't have a guitar player and which is pretty strange for a rock band because we we definitely say that we play rock and maybe a little bit alternative rock but mm-hmm. it's definitely in the rock um realm at least some of our songs and uh, the way that i play is with the, i just play the bass but i kind of play the guitar part at the same time the same way that um just name mike from Royal Blood does and so that's how we got started when it was just me and Tanner just bass and drums we played some uh, Royal Blood songs and then um, of course i take some cues from like the White Stripes and then when Alexa and Will came along we had to do more of the alternative kind of deal doing more like Cage the Elephant kind of sound and just kind of all of those coming together is kind of where our sound is ended up. I
2: love both of those inspirations I'm very excited to see you guys perform um, I think it's very interesting that you guys don't have a guitar player. I think that makes you guys like different in a good way. So I'm so excited to see you guys perform. Um, and how is it balancing school, like in student life, with band life?
12: Uh, it's a little bit difficult, especially when you factor in um, outside jobs. That I know, I, me, Alexa, and Will, I think, and possibly Frank. I think possibly all of us are doing at least some kind of work out of school. Mm-hmm. So it's like. And then getting together as a band when you have an acoustic kit and it's being that loud, it really limits the number of places that you're able to practice. So typically we go all the way back down to Brighton for practice, but obviously we can't do that with everybody being so busy. Mm -hmm. So that's really kind of forced us to look at other avenues for practice, especially recently. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, that's, have you guys been practicing? So like, what was those new avenues like in Fort Collins or kind of like online or what's the new practices look like?
12: Yeah. We just tried it earlier this week for like two days, just a a rehearsal studio up here where we just rent it for two hours and then run through everything, uh, time the set and then see what we needed to add or take out.
2: Very cool. I cannot even imagine balancing everything. So kudos to you guys. And as a band, what is your biggest or proudest accomplishment uh, that you think so far?
14: For me, I always tell people that we played at Cheyenne Frontier Days because I think that's like super cool to mention. Yeah. Um, But also when I joined the band, because I was their previous band's photographer. Mm -hmm. And I had always wanted to sing, but I was like absolutely terrified. And when I like tried out, I made them all like close their eyes and like turn around and not look at me when I sang. (laughs) So, well, it's not really a band accomplishment, but for me it's more just like that I have been able to get out there and like perform and like work towards this dream that I have of being a singer. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I think that performing at Frontier Days kind of elevates at least that accomplishment for me personally, because that's like a pretty big event. So
6: And then uh Lexa's first performance with us was actually a talent show at Tanner School. And uh we ended up winning a fan favorite for that.
8: <laughs> oh wow.
2: That's so fun. Tanner, do you have a different one or kind of the same? Just mm, it's
12: it's, it's hard to to pick one because I I don't know. I want to continue having motivation to keep going instead of being like, yeah, we've hit it already. But Mm -hmm. Frontier Days was a a massive one. And then all all the local venues, even in Brighton, uh, it's fun to play and have people show up that, you know, locally support it.
8: Mm -hmm.
12: So I don't know. I can't really pick just one.
2: I love those. That's like huge that you guys played Cheyenne Frontier Days. So very cool. Um, And what are you guys... I'm looking forward to the most while playing Battle of the Bands.
6: Uh well, I'm definitely excited to um play with or at least uh perform for some people that are our age and people that we're living in because um Brighton's a pretty small town and um not very many young people and the young people there aren't really the rock alternative kind of crowd. Fort mm-hmm. Collins is totally the kind of um crowd that we want to look at and share our music with and then also see all the other musicians that are doing similar stuff. Uh, do you guys have a goal for your band in the future? Yeah, definitely recording is our most um short-term goal. We got a mm-hmm. we got a few of our originals under the belt and we still haven't gotten anything on the internet yet, so we're definitely going to do that soon. But long-term, you know, I feel like we're shooting for the stars. <laughs> I don't feel like we're not going to limit ourselves to like, oh yeah, we're going to win Battle of the Bands. Why not do everything that there is to do as a band? <laughs>
14: Um, for me, it's pretty much the same. Like, I really want to start recording songs because so many people, like, when they find out I'm in a band, they'll all ask. They'll be like, "Oh, like, are you on Spotify, Apple Music?" And I just have to be like, "Not yet." So, that's definitely like my main goal right now. But yeah, like, like Frank said, like, I think touring would be super fun. Like, that's always been my dream personally. So that's kind of my big goal. But you know, just to keep going with it and see where it takes us.
2: I think those are great goals. I, hopefully, this money can let you guys record or, like, take a second and get you guys on Spotify. Um, would love to listen to it. Uh, do you guys have any, like, last things that you want to add in or want to say? Any, like, promos or anything like that?
14: Um, You can check us out on social media. We have Facebook and Instagram. If you look up Sunrise Daydream or Sunrise Daydream music were pretty much easy to find there. That was
2: Neighborhood Watch, Loud House, Sunrise Daydream, and Robot Tennis Club. If you'd like to hear more from these bands, check out our description for the links to their socials. To see highlights from the event, go check out our Instagram, Twitter, or any other social media at KCSUFM for more information. We're gonna host many more events like this in the future to support local music, so make sure to stay tuned. To hear more podcasts like these, check out 90.5 FM on air, kcsufm.com on the internet, and search KCSUFM on Spotify to listen to more podcasts. I want to again thank the bands for the interviews, Ram Events and On Ping for partnering with us and working together so well, and all the volunteers helping with the event. I want to thank you listeners for tuning into the episode of the first monthly music podcast and also if you came to the event as an audience member. I hope you enjoyed and remember it's because of you listeners that I'm able to do these cool things like plan a whole event and are able to promote these student bands. See you in a few weeks. Peace
11: and love.
12: The annual
10: City of Fort Collins Hazardous Household Waste Collection Day is Saturday, September 10th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the City of Fort Collins Street Facility near East Vine Drive. You can take this opportunity to dispose of any substances that contain ingredients that could negatively affect your health or safety. For more information about the Saturday, September 10th Hazardous Household Waste Collection Day, you can visit fcgov.com hhw. KCSU thanks the City of Fort Collins for their underwriting support.
1: environmental news, San Francisco is known for its iconic fog that cases over the city. If you want to see this fog, though, you might have to schedule a time to do so soon. A study from the New York Times said that climate change could bring an end to this city's iconic fog. The article from the New York Times claimed that the city's fog has decreased by 33 percent. The loss of this fog, though, won't just take away from the city's natural aesthetic. The fog acts as a cooling system for the city as well. So, this loss will impact the cooling of agricultural areas surrounding the city and water that cases over the well known redwood trees. Information comes from Now This News. In other environmental news, Pakistan has recently been hit with severe floods since mid June. These floods have created an inland lake 60 miles wide. These floods have caused 90% of the country's crops to be ruined and has killed at least 1,400 people. Damages from this flood have been estimated at around $30 billion at this point in time, according to The Guardian. A study from the World Weather Attribution claims that climate change could have potentially increased the rainfall intentionally in Pakistan by 50%, according to NowThis News. Colorado has been experiencing La Nina weather patterns that are likely to cause below-average snow this upcoming winter, according to Nine News. If these predictions come to pass, then this will be Colorado's third year with La Nina weather conditions that have resulted in below-average snowfall. La Nina occurs when the Pacific Ocean near the equator is cooler than normal, according to 9 News. Thank you for listening to my environmental news updates.
4: I can't deal
13: listening to the same three songs anymore.
7: Take out your phone and let me put you on to something different
13: which is KCSU!
7: The student-run radio station at CSU makes it easy. They're on the TuneIn app or you can stream them live on KCSUFM.com and browse some of their articles or podcasts.
13: What if my phone is from ninth grade? Ah! Can I still get TuneIn?
7: You can find TuneIn on Google Play or the App Store. Put some variety on your playlist only at KCSU.
1: In national news, Congressman Graham introduced a new bill that could ban abortion nationwide at 15 weeks. In defense against the backlash Graham received for suggesting this bill, he said, quote, I think the Democrats made a huge mistake in introducing legislation in Washington that would basically allow abortion up to the moment of birth. He then said, now we have an alternative to that, end quote. Graham's bill still protects a woman's right of abortion in life-threatening cases, rape, or incest, according to CNN. Patagonia's founder has now given away his company. All Profits will now go towards efforts to prevent the progression of climate change. The company will now split into two entities that will fight this crisis. These entities will ensure that the company's values are uphold and its profits are going towards fighting against climate change. Patagonia's founder said, quote, if we have any hope of a thriving planet five years from now, it demands all of us doing all we can with the resources we have, end quote. This change within the company will take place immediately. A bill is now being proposed that will protect same-sex marriage at the federal level, the bill will not be voted on until after the midterms elections, though, in November due to the negotiator's request to extend the voting time so they can try to secure more support for the bill. This request will likely secure the bill's success. The Queen of England's funeral took place on Monday. President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden attended the funeral. The President and First Lady paid their respects to the late queen signed a condolence book, and attended a reception held by her son, King Charles III. Monday after the funeral, the president and the first lady flew back to the U.S. In other national news, President Joe Biden stated that he does in fact think the COVID-19 pandemic is over. But the virus is nonetheless still a problem within the U.S. Biden said that the U.S. government will still recognize COVID-19 as a public health emergency. Information from today's national news comes from CNN.
7: Hi, I'm Ewan Pert, and this is your RMR Sports Podcast of the Week. This week we will be talking about football, volleyball, women's tennis, men's golf, women's golf, women's soccer, women's swimming, and cross country. Up first, we have football, who started the week with an 0 2 record and fell to 0 3 after losing to Washington State. Up next, they have Sacramento State here in Fort Collins. In Canvas Stadium, next we have volleyball, who have a seven and four record after splitting games against the University of Colorado uh, at the end of last week. Next week they will be hosting Wyoming early in the week and UNLV near the end of the week. Women's tennis, as of recording, four players on the team have gone on to play in the Bedford Cup finals on the day of recording. No more games this week. Men's golf last week, Jay Paven. Got second place in the Jean Miranda Individual Invitational, while Gavin Hagstrom took fourth. The team is looking to keep up the good play early this week in the Ram Masters Invitational. Up next, we have women's golf. And as of recording, CSU's own Andra Bergstadter is tied for fourth in the first day of the Badger Invitational. The Badger Invitational will continue through the beginning of the week, and the next time the team will be playing is early next week. Women's soccer once again tied on last Sunday, now 3-3-2 on the season. They play again later this week at San Diego State. Up next is women's swimming. The women's swim team is having a swimming and diving event similar to the football's green and gold game later this week. Last, we have cross country. After taking second place at the cross country at Wyoming Invite, the team is looking to stay near the top at the Cross Country versus Roy GRIAC Invitational later this week. Thank you for listening. I'm Ewan Pert and this has been your RMR Sports Podcast.
0: I'm Portia Cook with your Fort Collins weather forecast for today, Tuesday, August 20th. Today was warm and sunny with a high of 89 degrees. Tonight you can expect partly cloudy skies with a low of 59 degrees. Wednesday temperatures are much cooler with highs in the low 60s and an 80% chance of rain throughout the day. Thursday continues with low temperatures in the mid-60s and rain showers also throughout the day. And for the rest of this week's weather, you can tune in for the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I'm Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that's
1: all for today. We just wanted to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now.
0: We'd like to thank our guest today, our news producer, Reese Granger, as well as the rest of the staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you.
1: And I'd like to thank you, Portia.
0: And I'd like to thank you, Kira.
1: And finally, we couldn't do this without you. Dear listener, thank you.
0: If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under news or podcast. You can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we'll see you next time.